Hello and welcome to the Macworld Podcast. I'm senior editor Roman Loyola, joined remotely by staff editor, staff writer Michael Simon. Hi, Mike. Hey, Roman. Hey, Leif. Leif, how goes it? It Ooh. is. We, we, we are waiting for another snowstorm out here. Another snowstorm. Just, just to keep you apprised of my weather reports. <laughs> well, it's raining here. Here in the studio. Not in the studio. Outside the <laughs> studio. Goodness. It's raining. So I'm joined by uh, Leif Johnson. Hello, Leif. Hello. Good to meet you. And the man behind the council is our producer, Dan Masuoka. Hi, Dan. Hi. Always my pleasure. And Dan uh, takes keeps track of our viewer comments and questions. So please, if you have any comments or questions about any of the topics we have today or just anything about Apple in general, let us know and Dan will chime in and let us know what you guys have on your mind. So today we're going to talk about micro LEDs. We got an assortment of Apple news that has come out pretty recently. But first we're going to talk about Apple's event on Tuesday. So... Came out on Friday, I believe. Invites were sent out to members of the media and, I guess, other guests. I Uh, want to say that I called that. Uh, We can go back to the videotape, but I did say an an invite was on its way. Mike did call it. (laughs) I was kind of like thinking, on a Friday? But he was right. So they sent out invites to an event that they're having on Tuesday I, that's eight o'clock Pacific, which I believe it's it's ten o'clock okay. Central mm-hmm. time, and it's actually at a high school in Chicago. Yeah. So, <laughs> and uh, life did some. Are you originally from Chicago? I you, lived in Chicago for eleven Chicago years. For so, yeah, so I've been pretty much. I've been to Chicago once and loved it. So yeah, it's a it's a cool city. Yeah, I'm actually going to the event, so I'm kind of excited about going back to Chicago. Not yeah. Yeah. More excited than going to the, the Apple event. So, <laughs> yeah, should I get the hot dogs or the pizza? You gotta get both. You want to get the Italian beef sandwich, is what you want. Yeah, it's oh, a good call. Get the Italian oh, that is beef a sandwich. good call. Yes. Oh, that's a, that's. I'm glad I asked that. I, I right. believe Al Al's beef is that the name of the show. Al's that, is good. Uh, Portillo's is good. You know, you got a Portillo's in California because Dick Portillo moved down to L.A. and stuff like that. Uh, but uh, that's my personal love is the uh, Italian beef with some with some jardinier on top. Yes. Come on. <laughs> the real good place is a place in Elmwood Park, but that's way out in the suburbs. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. So um, there will be an event on Tuesday in Chicago. Um, it's being billed as a education event. Uh, well, so, they didn't really say. Did, they, they said let's take a field trip. Like they didn't actually say let's talk about education or let's talk about schools. I mean, we're just assuming since it's in a school that there will be an education tend to and i'm sure there will be right and in 2012 but they had an education event too that they was, did and uh, on that one they actually said let's talk about education i forget how they worded it but they did say it's going to be about education and that one was kind of tame what? by apple standards it was ibooks and itunes you uh, uh, and i think ibooks author at that mm-hmm. event there was yeah. no hardware it was all just all very classroom oriented ipad stuff right. Yeah, the the if invite says actually verbatim. It says, "Join us to hear creative new ideas for teachers and students." Oh, it does. Okay. Well, it doesn't say for education, but well, you know, but that's close for enough, teachers so. and students. I, yeah. I guess that's pretty close. It's not like karate <laughs> teachers and students or something. Like we were that. all students at one point, weren't we? <laughs> or at least we acted like we were. So, um, so yeah. If anybody, uh, any of our viewers have any thoughts about the event on 
Tuesday, let us know. What, what do you expect to see? What would you like to see? Uh, we actually took a poll. Uh, let me call that up real quick. And, we took a poll. Oh, and this ahead. event isn't live streaming, right? I got confirmation from Apple that they are not live streaming this event. So th- does that mean, does that give you a hint as that it's maybe less, like nothing consumer really is going to be there? Or what do you think? That's a good question. I They've had big events, consumer events in the past where they haven't live streamed them. I mean, so but it's rare. Not, it's, but it's, it's, it's been a been while, while. Yeah. Yeah, since they've not live streamed. And usually I think it's it's mostly because of a infrastructure limitation probably mm-hmm. i i don't want to say that so this isn't a high school it's uh i just had it up here and i can't remember it's, are, are you sh- are you sh- like shit talking that high school I mean, are you saying that's like a crappy school with, well with i no am Wi-Fi? using i am using san francisco as my basis of information so it's not that san francisco high schools have poor infrastructure it's just that i would hate to see a San Francisco high school try and live stream mm. an event Apple. like an Apple event that's viewed probably yeah. viewed by millions of people. Also, there there might be some uh, legal implications mm-hmm. about just propping up a camera in a high school and True. just streaming into the world. I don't True. know, you know. But it's kind of like what Apple. we're saying. The rest of it, Apple usually has everything under its control at yeah, these other right. events, like yeah. you know, Apple Center and stuff like that. So if you know it's a high school there, and, and it goes wrong, you know everybody's going <laughs> to make editorials about right. how Apple's losing its, you know, its job. Right. Right? So. <laughs> yeah. So you know, I, I expect that there will be demos involving the faculty and students of yes. Lane Tech College Prep Maybe. High School. So, Maybe you'll go into like a classroom and just actually like sit down like a, yeah. at a desk and have a teacher, you know. Or demo. maybe that's uh, maybe now that I just said that, maybe that has something to do with it. Maybe because they would have to have releases for those people appearing in these demos mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Maybe, maybe there's yeah. like there, yeah, there's a le- maybe there's a legal reason why they're not. Yeah, the, the last event was in I think it was in the Guggenheim. I don't think yeah. it was at a school. Right. So mm-hmm. this is a bit. Uh, uncharted territory for Apple, right? And, you know, it's cool that they, it's cool that they're doing that. You know, yeah. it's a little bit of a change of pace. Yeah, so it's not going to be live streamed, unfortunately. And uh, but there It'll are a few like the rumors. good old days. Oh, so so the, back to the poll. We asked uh, on Twitter what people were hoping to see at the Apple event, and their choices were a MacBook Air or MacBook. Cheaper iPads and Apple Pencil too, and um, oh, well, I have to vote here now to find out what the results are. But um, shoot, I voted Sorry. for the MacBook. If it means anything, yeah, did you guys vote? That's what I yes. That's that would be my vote too. And you've yeah, heard me on previous Air, episodes talk is, about yeah. that. So yeah. So it was the question a prediction or was the question uh, what you want? What you want. Uh, and for some reason, I can't see the results now. So this is going to make great podcasting. Uh, so for some reason, I can't see the results. But um, Let me jump in. I got, yeah. I got it here, Roman. Right. We have 56% okay. say uh, new, back, new, new MacBook Air slash MacBook. 34% say cheaper iPads and just 10% want an Apple Pencil 2. Yeah. Which kind of that's with uh, with about eight hundred and fifty votes, right. mm-hmm. and uh, a few people chimed in with comments saying they want to see a new Mac Mini, 
which oh, good luck with that. Yeah. <laughs> Don't hold your breath, people. <laughs> yeah, I said good luck. But I, I, I understand, you know, why they you know, that totally makes sense to me why people would want to see that. It's an old yeah, machine sure. and you know, this would be kind of a good venue to introduce it, but it doesn't seem like Apple's mm-hmm. interested in Do do schools that. still like are they mostly laptops or um, do they sell like desktops? What 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 are computer labs looking like even these days? So, as I said before, my whole I, my whole uh, knowledge base of high schools is, is San Francisco based because mm-hmm. I've had to tour high schools for my kids and stuff. And so, what I've seen there is that they've had they have labs, and the labs a lot of the labs in San Francisco high schools. Mm-hmm. Are IMAX? They mm-hmm. have a lot of mm-hmm. IMAX, but yep. they're older IMAX. Yeah, you know they're they're not the thin bezel that they have. They're the thicker bezel with the built-in uh, DVD drives. So I've seen that. I've seen uh, these mobile stations filled with iPads. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's you know again I, I'm this is all San Francisco, so it kind of makes sense that in the Bay Area with the uh, proximity to to Apple that San Francisco schools would be kind of Apple based, but as I understand it, and as surveys have shown, Chromebooks have kind of like yeah pushed uh, pushed Apple's products to you know they're 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 gaining ground in the education mark market. Chromebooks are. You definitely see a lot more laptops because, and the way that I know this is because when I'm scrolling through Twitter, I see people sharing videos about how to watch movies or something while you're actually well, supposed to be class. learning. So you, when you're looking through that, you see the everybody has their laptops open. I don't see very many iPads and stuff. So uh, I've, I've, you know, I think I said it on the last podcast, but I would definitely like to see, you know, a real you know, laptop come out, you know, a MacBook uh, that people could uh, to, could write with. And I know a lot of teachers want that because, you know, you can actually attach stuff more easily yep. to a MacBook and then you can with a, um, you know, an iPad and or something. I, I think that's one of the reasons why the Chromebook is, um, you know, killing it in schools because, well, A, it's super cheap. Mm-hmm. But B, it kind of bridges that gap where it's very lightweight. You don't have the the the, the kind of the, the, the weight of a full OS. Mm-hmm. And it, you know, a lot of them have touchscreens, so you can also you can get you can kind of bridge those two worlds between the iPad yeah. and the MacBook. And like I said, they're like three hundred dollars, which also helps. The thing is, we were talking about the price. I, you know, used to work on Chromebooks, and I liked them because they were cheap. But the mm-hmm. problem is, those things die really easily too. So, you know, we say that mm-hmm. they're cheap, but you know, it seems to me you end up buying another ones. And another way they just the school usually works. The students often isn't aren't buying. You know, if it's coming from the school, they're not actually buying the unit. So eventually, you'd have to turn them back in. Seems like using you know an Apple product like a MacBook Air of some sort would be a lot better return. On investment because you're not going to break down in six months like mine were uh all the time hopefully but yeah. uh that's i mean that that would be and then especially if apple managed to bring the price down to you know 600 or something like yeah. that um yeah. i think that would be more agreeable it's interesting yeah, I mean, that, that's the uh that's the sweet spot if they can come out with a six or seven hundred dollar macbook air mm-hmm. i mean that yeah. would be that would be perfect for schools yes it's interesting you bring up the Chromebook uh, durability because I've heard from multiple people, including members of my family who have used Chromebooks, about how they they wear them out. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I'm surpri- kind of surprised by that. that it's just a browser. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know, that they wear them out and after a couple of years of usage, they, 
it's it's time to get a new one. Not because it's broken or anything. Well, I guess if you wear it out, it's broken mm-hmm. in a way. But yeah, they, they they feel like they have to get a new one. So mm-hmm. that there's almost a disposable aspect to mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. It seems Absolutely. kind of odd because, I mean, it, I know it's a Chromebook. It's not a traditional laptop. But because of the form factor, I have it in the frame of mind that it's a laptop. So that mm-hmm. It's built to last a little longer than that in my head. But um, I mean, there, there are some like the, like Google makes one the the the, uh, the Chromebook Pixel that's like eleven hundred dollars. Like that's meant to last right, a little longer. Right. Yeah, they're probably going to go more yeah, like a towards the ones. Yeah, yeah. years a ago, lot of them are using you know lesser processors and you know their their plastic cases and yeah. The screens aren't, you know, they're just not built for, you know, five to ten years of use. Yeah. I was, I actually was allocated a, a Chromebook, the very, like, one of the first Chromebooks when Google first came out with them. And they, they gave it, I signed up for the program, and they actually gave me a Chromebook. Mm-hmm. It wasn't, it wasn't even, like, in relation to my job. I just signed up for it on my own. Mm-hmm. And I... Next thing I knew, there was a package waiting for me from Google. And I was like, "What is this?" I don't didn't even remember signing up for it. And there was a Chromebook, and it's it's in my garage somewhere. I should fire it up and see what. See if, the battery probably doesn't even hold a charge anymore, so because it's yeah. all, it's an old machine. The screen so. seemed to die really easily in mine too. They got dimmer and dimmer really quickly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so back to the Apple event. So Apple. So there have been rumors of a lower-cost MacBook Air. So the interesting thing will be how they achieve that lower cost mm-hmm. because uh, the MacBook Air does not have a retina display. It has a, is it 1440-900 display? So it's kind of a, there's kind of a shock when you, if you've used a retina display laptop for a while, then you go back to the MacBook Air and you kind of go, yeah. These pixels are so big. <laughs> yeah, so, it's, it's it's really jarring to yeah. use. <laughs> the processor's slower, but considering its usage, it's not really too slow for most people. You know, well, say you know, one of the things that we were talking about is they they kind of have a marketing problem because people who don't follow Apple products, Macs, and stuff as closely as we do, they still hear MacBook Air and they remember what it was. You know, that was the slim, yeah. that was the light one. These days, actually, the MacBook, just a regular yeah. old MacBook, is actually what you want for that. But yeah, if they could come up with something lighter, lighter yeah. thinner, you know, with this newer one, less expensive, and that that's really is the selling point, as we say in our buying guide for Macs of the MacBook Air right now, it is the low cost entry for a macbook right now but uh but yeah if they get that and you have uh lighter and stuff like that that would be fantastic and i think it'd be a mm-hmm. way to get apple into schools again like really you know widely so yeah. my, my fear is that they bump the processor by a couple of uh, megahertz and lower the price by a hundred dollars and then say the new the new macbook game right. <laughs> which is, would be a very apple thing to do it's just a little faster <laughs> you know, so, oh now it's nine hundred dollars but you're not it's really the same one from two years ago but right. we just uh you know he slightly tweaked the internals but well, w- would they do an actual apple event just for something as small as that no i i, I mean it's a, it it depends, I guess, on what, you know, like what's the point of this event, which we'll, you know, Roman will see when he's there next week. Yeah. But that, it might not be hardware related. It might be talking mm-hmm. about, oh, we have all these cool new textbooks for kids or Apple Books 2 or whatever right. they're going to do. 
it might not be that the, the hardware might just be, oh, also we have a new cheaper MacBook Air to go with all this cool stuff. Right. There have been there's been speculation of a class kit mm-hmm. API. Yes. Mm. So they could probably be demonstrating that yeah. and showing what it could do. I, I right. wouldn't be surprised that that took up like a chunk, a large chunk of yeah, the presentation, no uh, which is probably why Apple would want to broadcast it because it's you know it's sort of a, a niche for them. Right. I'd really like to see a MacBook there, a MacBook Air or something like that. But one of the things that worries me is I don't know Apple hates this. We have seen like very few leaks or anything that would point to something cool like this coming out. I mean, mm-hmm. like nothing really. Yeah, and nothing. There's Just stuff for more important stuff, but I mean, more impressive stuff. But as for this, no, yeah. nothing points to it. Yeah. And Noah on Facebook says, I'm more curious about whether they announce the next big step relating to iBooks and how that may tie into oh, really? the, the delivery of educational materials. Like textbooks mm-hmm. and stuff. I was thinking that myself earlier this morning. That would be wonderful. Yeah, That's interesting because when Apple had their education event, I mean, this was like five, six years ago at the Guggenheim, mm-hmm. they announced the whole iBooks thing. And it was announced, and then it kind of like faded away into the... Yeah, not that really Apple, on. Yeah, yeah, not that Apple wasn't paying attention to it anymore, but like... Maybe because it's an education market thing, you didn't really hear a whole lot about it anymore. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it'd be interesting to see if Apple does step up and say, look, we have this technology, you know. And- I mean, if you remember when the iPad came out, like that was one of its big selling points. Right. Was like, this is a great device for schools and it's only $500 and we can run full word processing applications and pages. And, uh, you know, there was a big push. They had textbooks mm-hmm. that, you know, were digitized and you can, you can annotate and take notes and send stuff and share and everything else. And, you know, like everything else, it just that, you know, it never really caught on. And then it just kind of fell by the wayside. Right. Mainly yeah. because, you know, s- schools can't afford five, $600 devices for, you know, 2000 kids. I've seen some speculation with the iPads that they, you know, they could release a version that's like down to $250 yeah. at this event. Yeah. So yeah. Or two, th- like three, two, two fifty, three hundred with a volume discount for schools that that could, but I mean, maybe we're past the issue. I don't know. Uh-huh. You know, to, to try that again with this really the same device right. and say, look, it's better now. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. But yeah, I would expect iBooks to have a presence at the event Tuesday. How big a presence? Who knows? Who knows? So let's call Apple Books now, Roman. Yes. Is it is it officially Apple, Apple Books yeah. now? Well, eleven point three. Right. It's it's been it's been changed just to books. <laughs> uh, do you think anything will be leaked in between now and next week? Like you'll have a, an, you'll hear more about what they're going to announce, or it's just going to be secret basically up until then. Never know. No, I mean, yeah, probably there'll there'll be something on Sunday afternoon or Monday morning where, you know, somebody says somebody finds a price list at Best Buy or something. Mm-hmm. No, there's always something. Yeah. But um, as as life says, if we haven't heard anything monumental by this point, it's going to be a very quiet event. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Sunny on Twitter is asking, when do you think the MacBook Air screen will change? MacBook Air? Yeah. I personally don't think they're going to change it. Yeah, if anything, I, I, never, yeah. I think what they'll do is, and this could happen at the event, is that they will they could announce a, a price reduction on the entry-level MacBook, mm-hmm. which has an, like an M3 processor, Core M3 mm-hmm. processor. 
What's and that? Twelve? Is that twelve ninety nine now? I think it's twelve ninety nine now. Twelve. Okay. And then, uh, like, they could reduce that to you know eleven or t- even ten ninety nine seems like a big cut. But I, you know, I don't know Apple's pricing right. in terms of you know their parts and stuff. So uh, yeah, it's twelve ninety nine. So um, I, I could see them reducing that, and I, I I just have a hard time believing that they can get the price of a. 13 inch retina display down yeah. enough yeah. to right. use it in a MacBook Air. So and and sell it for under a thousand dollars. So you know if the I mean, 12, it would be a, it would be a, I'd, I'd buy one. Yeah, like, if, right. a, if it was a retina, 13 inch retina f- with um you know a, 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 sl- a super slim design for eight hundred or nine hundred dollars, I'd buy that in a second. Yeah, because if the 12 inch MacBook is Twelve ninety nine. Mm-hmm. It's a twelve yeah. inch Retina display, so it just seems like maybe the math in terms and unless Apple's willing to sacrifice some huge margin on that, you know, Apple's known for having oh. its liking its margins. Yeah. It was really impressive because um, you know a lot of people were they posted you know about the HomePod talking about oh this is how much Apple but they were actually pretty conservative on that uh, yeah you know about I mean, the markup so yeah I don't I'm not sure how much I trust those bill of material stores anyway but I agree with you that it was I was kind of surprised like mm-hmm. it was like I don't know over two hundred dollars or something yes. what the bill of materials was and they're only selling it for three fifty. Speaking but those of are, those are kind of bogus because you have to. There's so many more aspects you have to focus on. So speaking of something, speaking of the home okay, pod, sorry. I I could see Apple. This is it's not necessarily a product, but you know Apple likes to start it, its events by summarizing mm-hmm. what their year is so far mm-hmm. or what the major events, and I could see Apple kind of taking advantage of the whole Facebook privacy thing recently. And, sure. and and say something like, "In this year, we've we celebrated the release of the HomePod, and you know it's, and we you know and, and say something about how HomePod, the information that HomePod collects, mm-hmm. is never ever seen by Apple or something yeah. like that. I can see them sneaking a little mention like that into their into the into the event. Mm-hmm. So kind of like <clears throat> taking a cue from the recent Facebook privacy issues." So. Yeah, I mean they they've built their whole really their whole business right now on privacy. Yes. I mean that's like yeah. the number one thing and Cook used you know, to be very re- vocal about that. Yeah. And yeah. um you know with the Facebook stuff this week and you know Apple's this is this is it's it's really kind of creating a dividing line between Apple and the rest of the tech industry. Like right. Apple is private and encrypted and the other people are some some of it's encrypted and not all of it's private. Mm-hmm. So that's the choice. I think it's going to come down to eventually mm-hmm. is do you want to keep your data on your phone and, or do you want to, you know, cause there is benefits to sharing it yes. as we've yeah. seen with Siri, yeah. you know, there's, de- it's definitely, if you opt into all these um, methods of, of, of kind of collecting and gathering that data, mm-hmm. you can create some pretty amazing things, but there's a downside. Yeah, and there was a, I believe it was Matthew Iglesias of Vox, you know, that's what he was saying is, uh, you know, people were pointing out Google versus Facebook. You know, at Google, there are actually some big benefits to sharing your information, where yeah. Facebook, you could almost argue it's negative. But, uh, <laughs> it's, uh, but yeah, and so, you know, Apple is trying to kind of walk this middle way here. Yeah. And uh, so it'd be interesting to see how that works out. 
Yeah, I would bet they mention that in some capacity mm-hmm. at this event, particularly if we're talking about students and kids, you know. I was looking at uh, the logo there. I feel like we have to mention on the podcast that people have brought up that maybe they'll say something about the Apple Pencil here yep. because, you know, gonna it looks like we draw that. that. Yeah, so. yeah. I was going to ask you because you use the Apple Pencil I do regularly. use the Apple Pencil, yeah. And, it, you know, which is, is there anything of the Apple Pencil it would that, be nice to have something that's yeah. a lot easier to make to erase because usually when you're working with a tool, you know, you have to, you know, go to a separate device or something. It is very sleek and elegant how mm-hmm. it's just one, you know, single shaft and, you know, and, and, and it feels like that. But, you know, it works so well and it almost feels like a pencil compared to another a lot of other uh, styly that uh, you almost want to like reverse it and erase something. Or, but uh, mm-hmm. But the way, you know, but. That's basically it. it. It does work so beautifully that it's hard to imagine. You know, if anything, I would like a sharper point on it. That sounds silly, but uh, to make oh, it even no, feel no, that makes more sense like a pencil. Me. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I like to see along with your sharper point, uh, like a writing application for it because yes. now it's it's mainly drawing. Mm-hmm. Like if they imp- if they um kind of kind of um promoted or encouraged the use of it as a as a pencil as a, as a writing tool, inside notes or what 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 have you. Um, whether it translates it based on your handwriting or, you know, uh, who knows, but something that, um, isn't just for, or primarily for, um, drawing. It's venturesome and, that you bring that up because I mainly do use it for writing and, uh, you're not in the office, so you don't see it, but everybody kind of talks about me in the meetings here because I actually write my notes on my, my iPad using my, my pencil. And I will say, and I've said that in the article about, uh, you know, why it can't, quite replace your computer yet but uh notability is the app that actually feels like a pen nothing else you know, you know apple's own work and pages and stuff doesn't right. uh come close but notability actually does feel like a pen and you know so improving that technology somehow where you know it approaches what you feel because it, it's fluid you feel you feel it mm-hmm. and uh i i would like to see you know an improvement with that maybe so, yeah and i i wouldn't be opposed to expanding it to the other iPad as well, mm-hmm. the uh, non-pro one, or even the iPhone, but I doubt we'll see that. But the, uh, you know, this the cheaper iPad. Like, why, why should you have to spend twice as much just to be able to use a good stylus? Oh, and speaking of which, I would love to see better handwriting to text technology. Yes, and if that's kind of what like I was that, driving at. Yeah, yeah, that would be amazing. So, yes. yes, and you know, we they they had that Inkwell tech how many years ago? Ten years ago. Mm-hmm. On the Mac, and that kind of, you know, another thing that just never really uh, was was developed or encouraged, and then just kind of fell fell by the wayside. I mean, maybe it's still there. I don't even know. Uh-huh. But um, and you know, the Newton was what twenty five years ago. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, they've they've been working on this. It's not like it's it's new. So, <laughs> yes, yeah, we have, so. we have a, a comment just on Twitter that they want it on from Whip that they want it on the iPhone. Oh, I would love the to have too. the pencil on the iPhone, yes, especially to share like with notability because I would like to be able to you know to to, to jot notes on here and uh because there are a lot of things with Lime that's like walking around, believe it or not, it's actually a little bit more cumbersome to sit there and type, but if I could just like scribble a yep. really quick note, that would be nice. I know Steve Jobs would be against it because no, we will never bring a stylus to the iPhone, which but I would like you know it works for the iPad, why can't it work for the iPhone yeah. In so. in Steve's defense, back then they were just sticks of plastic. It's true. It's very true. You know, it's a lot different now. It is like true. on the Note, the Samsung Note Eight uh, or any Note, 
mm-hmm. you know, it's it's really useful. It, it like it does cool things. Like it has, you know, you you pull it out and like a whole another subset of um, features cope comes out along with it. Uh-huh. And uh, so you know, I mean, obviously the pencil for an iPhone have to be a heck of a lot smaller. Uh-huh. But um, yeah, I agree. It would be a it would be a cool addition to especially that rumored six and a half inch iPhone X Pro, whatever it's going to be called. Uh-huh. That would be awesome. Yeah, uh, actually, I was going to say, um, as you were saying back then, when when the iPhone was first released, there was still the well, I guess BlackBerry was then the predominant phone, but there was still Trello and the Trello or tre- what do they call the right. trio? They had the yeah. I was going to say Palm still had a, somewhat of a presence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I used to use a Palm, and you had to use the style. I, I had a Palm too. Yeah. So yeah, and I think. You know, one of the reasons why Apple God, didn't so use a stylus is they wanted to get away from that. Yes. They right. wanted to show that this was the next generation. And they, of, they were yeah. limiting back then. Like, they used it to kind of right. pick at the screen. I mean, Apple opened right. up this whole way of, you know, uh, pinching and swiping yeah. and all that. Like, that was unheard it of. It didn't have, like, you can make yeah, a But it's different. It's, it's right. a lot different. It didn't work like today that it was back then. So. Because the screen technology has improved so much. Yes, right. Yeah, that's true. That. Speaking of screen technology, <laughs> Leif was going to do the segue for me. Wait, did you guys plan that? <laughs> we did You're not. planning transitions without me no. now? No, but you see, I called it up on my computer and he sighed. He knew that I was going to make a transition. That's called alley-oop so, you know, for so, the dunk. Yes, he gets, yeah, he gets the assist there. So uh, Bloomberg came out earlier this week with a report that Apple – has been secretly working on uh, micro LED technology. Mm-hmm. So this is a next generation screen technology that they're hoping to implement first in the Apple Watch and then eventually in their other products. So uh, in a way, this isn't surprising mm-hmm. because Apple, as everyone probably knows, is always trying to find a way to cut out the middleman. Yes. So and where they can, and uh, it does save money. It does save money. They can own that process. You know, they they put gives them a leg up on other companies and things. You know, just there are all kinds of advantages. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the other advantages is that this micro LED technology would be even thinner than OLED technology, which is currently the new hot the hot, new hotness mm-hmm. of display technology is OLED. So we've gone from LCD to OLED, and then Apple is working on this micro LED technology. Uh, Jason Cross, our staff writer, wrote a, wrote an FAQ about it for people who are interested in learning more about it. We're probably not going to see it for a couple years. Years, that's what people are saying. So, but it's going to be interesting that, to see how they pull this off. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's not surprising in in the slightest. I mean, the, the display is arguably the most important component yeah. Yeah. that Apple has, and it, uh, it it outsources all of them. Mm-hmm. I mean, it designs them and uh, calibrates them and makes they're still better than the 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 display on the iPhone 10 was even better than the the Galaxy um, S8, and it was essentially the same display made to Apple specifications. I mean, they're really good at it, yes. but they still have to pay a higher um, whatever a higher price per unit because they're getting it from another company 
Right. So um, bringing that all in house and being able to, uh, first of all, uh, just to kind of technologically improve them under their own roof is one thing, but um, bringing costs down and, you know, really kind of being able to explore, you know, where the display can go because we're, you know, we've been using these rectangular boxes for 10 years now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Apple and Samsung and everyone else is starting to say, all right, wh- what's the next? Is it folding? Is it, I don't even know, is it two-sided? Whatever it is, you know, what's the next kind of iteration or evolution of, um, of display technology? And I think it's important that Apple basically goes out on its own with its own types of displays and stuff. We saw how magical, like, the Retina display uh, was yep. and stuff like that. But the problem was when it went to OLED, you know, Samsung and all of them were already ahead of the game in that. So inevitably, Apple put it in a very unenviable position of, well, how does it compare to this and stuff? Right, and right. Apple generally gets to avoid those type of comparison because it does its own thing. Now, Samsung actually does have a TV called, like, The Wall, doesn't it? Yep. That actually yeah. uses uh, micro LED technology, uh, but it, you know it doesn't use it on its mobile devices, I believe. And right. we're still looking at a couple of years down the and line. That's also not available for sale yet, anyway. Exactly. It's just so, it's like a prototype. And uh, but uh, but yeah, I think that's what I'm thinking of. You know, is Apple seems to do better when it gets in its own little niche on its own ahead of everybody. Cause I do actually believe that kind of hurt the iPhone 10 as everybody was comparing the screen to, you know, everything else from Samsung and stuff. Yeah. And I mean, if you look at the the chips, I mean, once they started creating their own a series chips, I mean, the performance and uh, power increases were just astronomical. Yes. So, you know, when, once they get their hands on the full end to end process, mm-hmm. I mean, what they're able to do is, is so much better than, than what they were able to do. And what they were able to do was pretty damn good. Yes. So, you know, the displays they have now are, they're, they're amazing. Mm-hmm. You would never think that they're bought from another company right. uh, working, uh, working in, in tandem with them and then calibrated under, you know, and, and made to specification. I mean, it, it looks like they're head and shoulders above everyone else in the industry. So, mm-hmm. Uh, and can I say that my favorite uh, Apple headline word is secret? Everything Apple does is secret. Yeah. <laughs> like they say, they're secretly developing. They're always secretly developing things. Like that's all they do. <laughs> what did it was that Tim Cook said a couple of years that we were going to crack down on? No, yeah, double, said, double double down, down on, on yes. secrecy. There you go. It didn't happen. <laughs> I mean, he can't. I mean, it's impossible. They're the biggest company in the world. They have millions of employees. They have factories all over the world. It's impossible. Yeah. It's to lock all that down. It's interesting that they're bringing back some stuff manufacturing here, and I almost wonder if that was the real drive behind it is to try to maintain some of that secrecy because so much of this really? stuff, Ming Chi Kuo, you know that guy has you know yeah. whispers, little birds all along the, the yeah, supply. Yeah. I'd love to meet that guy and find out who 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 does he like him and he always nails it. Mark yeah. Gurman too. Yes. Mark Gurman too. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. This report was by Mark Gurman, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> Yeah, um, he has he has he has well placed sources, no yeah, doubt. Even before he came to Bloomberg, so I mean that's how he basically got them. Yeah, Bloomberg, even more. So. Like I think in his nine to five Mac stuff was even um, more so. I think Bloomberg yeah. kind of holds back, right? Because, because they're a much more, higher profile right. um, organization. So. And I gotta say, I gotta wonder how they do this because one time it wasn't at MacWorld. I tried to get some stuff on the inside with Apple, some of my connections there, and hear back from that person from six months. So that gives you an idea. I mean, you, it, it's gotta be like a cousin or a close friend, or I don't even know right. what. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I I totally agree. Like, 
I wish I had someone feeding me information. Like I, I could be an investigative journalist. <laughs> we have a couple of comments uh, on Facebook about the manufacturing. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. how long do you think it would take for them to ramp up a man, you know, a whole, you know, factory and, right. and how big of a factory and how long before the quality actually gets to the level they need it to be? Yeah, so Apple's kind of, you were saying how Apple's screens are just, you know, they're better than everyone else. And if I remember correctly, there was a report some years ago about how how Apple is very, 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 very particular about the screens that they use, that Mm -hmm. their their tolerance level is very low. Is that right? Not high, but low. So they they reject tons of screens. Mm -hmm. So... Being a supplier for Apple has that challenge that you have to, you know, you have these high quality standards that you have to, you know, adhere yeah, I mean, to. I mean, we're, we're definitely, I mean, three, two, at least yeah. two, probably three or even longer years yeah. off. Yeah. And it, it'll definitely start with Apple Watch because for one, there's less of those that need to be made. For number two, it's a lot easier to make these things an inch big right. than it is to make them six inches big. So, um, but um, from, from, from the report, I mean, they only just started being able to manufacture them like in a in a in a viewable size. Right. Like you know, we're very this is this is very nascent technology, I and mean, there's there's nothing out there that's like it. So it's gonna be it's gonna be a while, and it's not just Apple; it's everybody. It could be the thing that backing off of it too. Like, what was that sapphire crystal? And mm-hmm. yeah, where they had made the big plant for it, and then had to the- yeah. Like throw it out basically. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, they used it on the, on the I think on the camera lens. But yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, they were supposed to use it on the screen. Yeah. Uh, did Apple Watch? I think one of them, one of the models might have had stuff. I don't remember. Maybe, yeah, maybe, don't I'm, maybe I'm wrong about that. But yeah, you're right. There was a big investment and a big high profile next big thing mm-hmm. display technology and pff, yeah, nothing. Yes. <laughs> I think I, I think they shut. It's, it's all shut it's down. Shut it down. They that, shut yeah. it down. I do remember yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, the Bloomberg report says that not this year, maybe 2019, maybe 2020. Mm-hmm. So I think 2020. That, that would be my guess. Right. Apple Watch 5 or whatever it is, Series yeah. 5. I wouldn't be surprised if it was late 2019. But in 2020, they could say, yeah. look how clear it is. It's right. like 2020 yeah. vision. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 2020 vision. There you go. <laughs> And it also it also could be like Apple Watch um, the edition model. Like they could it could be that specific. Right. They, they can make. They it really up. can't make these things in in high volume. Yet. Right. So and so then that means we probably won't see it in an in a phone or an iPad for another I don't know five years maybe. Because mm-hmm. then you, you're in the bigger size and. Be I mean, on a consumer down. level, I don't think there's going to be a huge visual difference between a micro LED iPhone and an OLED. OLED, iPhone. right? I mean, huh. They're very close, yes. but the, the the advantages are in power efficiency and in thinness. That th- those are the two biggest reasons why Apple would want to heavily invest in this technology. OLED, I believe, uses an organic membrane, yeah. whereas it's inorganic for the micro LED. And uh, and it allows it allows it to get brighter and it lasts longer and mm-hmm. as a result of that so yeah there's that would there be and less less burning and all that stuff yeah. burn in that's right yeah. would there be a difference in price would it be cheaper depends on how well they do the manufacturing Maybe. process I think yeah I mean it, it feels like it would be because they've cut out the middleman but at the same time they have to recoup that 
you know, research and investment costs somehow. And it's a more advanced has, technology. Like yeah. when has Apple lowered the price of something once we all agree <laughs> that we're willing to pay it? <laughs> so, yeah. But, you know, I, I think the 999 iPhone is here to stay, people. Mm. <laughs> and, you know, the last thing I actually want is a thinner iPhone. I would like, you know, I would like yeah. to see Apple maybe a thinner watch. The, the thickness of the watch doesn't bother me. But, mm. I, you know, I could see how a thinner watch would be better. But mm-hmm. I would like to see them implement this micro LED technology in the phone but maintain the thickness and use that thickness to put in more battery mm-hmm. yeah well so. that could be a very well where they they yeah. don't make the physical case thinner but the display being thinner lets them do more things internally mm-hmm. or maybe the thinner micro led display allows them to put back the headphone jack <laughs> i <laughs> that really well so yeah that, that ship has sailed yes. <laughs> The so. three and a half mil, the SS three point five millimeter is, is 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 out of sight. In fact, the only time I've seen that we've I've had a problem with it in the last is when we were we stream on at my Apple Arcade show here where I show off the games and I'm trying to get sound from the devices and it works with the iPad Pro which still yeah. has one but it didn't you know the phone no. <laughs> so I, uh, about the only time I ever use my phone uh, for a uh, speaker is when when we 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 have a weekly staff meeting and. I'm constantly switching phones and I always like sometimes I don't have one sometimes I have a USB-C adapter that I can't find it's such a pain I wish they, it was so nice when I was reviewing the Galaxy S9 that I could just plug in a pair of headphones <laughs> yeah so micro LED at higher resolution because the pixels they are the LEDs are a lot smaller than LEDs microscopic if you will yeah thinner resistant to burn in uh i guess according to jason's article the switching times are faster so it'll look animations will look smoother uh supposed to be better color and contrast and brightness uh, but it comes at a price yes so so you know we'll keep an eye out on this uh progressing technology we'll see if actually apple actually ever says anything in the next year or so probably not but um it's something to look out for something to keep an eye on uh, if you have an apple watch and you're thinking i don't need to upgrade it anytime soon maybe you think oh, i won't upgrade it till it has a micro led so um but yeah that's something we'll keep an eye on mm-hmm. so uh, there were a few other s- smaller Apple news bits that came out during the, this week that we can hit upon. And if any viewers and uh, have any comments or questions about stuff we talk about and, and stuff we're going to talk about, let us know. Uh, let Dan know, and he'll chime in. So uh, one of the things that was announced today was Apple came out with some new watch bands. Yes. Ooh. Because we need more watch bands. Look at this. Look at our watch bands. I still so use the stock watch band. I actually have three watch bands, but this is the one I use. It, it's comfortable. I, I actually am amazed by the engineering of this yeah. normal sport band. I barely noticed the watches on, yeah. honestly, but the leather ones or something. Mm-hmm. But it's, That's the... Um, yeah. That's the uh, rubber one or whatever. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. So the, I don't. Yeah, they are very comfortable. I like the um, the newer the Velcroy Sport Loop, whatever it's called. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. That one, that one's cool too. It's like it's 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 like a soft material. Uh huh. Yeah. But you know. I mean, I have four total watch bands. 
<laughs> and uh, I think I only changed, I've changed them like once or twice because like, I was like, okay, I'm wearing a suit today, so I'll put on the nice watch band. But it just doesn't, I don't, as I said earlier in our chat room when we were talking about this story in our Slack room, mm-hmm. I, I don't get the whole watch band thing mm-hmm. as a fashion thing. I just, I mean, at the same time, I'm the guy who wears t-shirts and jeans all the time, so I'm not. Well, you'd seem to think that that would be like the. You know, because some of those designs look like they would be made for T-shirts and jeans. But, yeah, so. <laughs> so, but yeah, so Apple came out with some new watch bands uh, because it's you know spring's coming up and maybe you want. Uh, to they're also selling the Nike Sport Loop separately now, which is you know, yeah, whatever. It is what it is, but I'm sure someone will will care. I mean, I think <laughs> I think they probably sell enough of these to keep it going. Right, because you know every every manufacturer that comes out with a smartwatch does a similar type of a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's it you know people do care about kind of kind of accessorizing and 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 fashionizing mm-hmm. their their watch, but I mean it's a it can get really expensive. Yes. Some of them are like one hundred and fifty dollars a pop. Yeah, well, yeah, that's the thing. The the three other watch bands that I have are knockoff watch, cheap knockoff yeah, watch yes. bands. Mm-hmm. I don't have an original. Except for this one. I actually have, this is the extra large version of the sports band. Is that what it's called? I can't remember. Yeah. Yes, I got the extra large because the smaller one I was uh, using the last. I don't remember. <laughs> I was using, I was afraid that I was going to. Mine's the extra large. Well, I actually wrote a story about it that a couple people thought I was ridiculous that I wrote a story about it, but that's besides the point. Uh, I wrote about how like the end of it would come out of the. The tuck loop Slot here, yeah. and then yeah. it like my watch fell off one time, and oh, wow. so I ended up getting the bigger watch band, which actually is a little too big now because it's all stretched out. Anyways, <laughs> uh, so yeah, so you know, my point is, I don't actually have, I have never, haven't bought bought a bought I haven't bought, <laughs> I can't talk today, I haven't bought an Apple watch band. They're all knockoffs that I found on Amazon that mm-hmm. were that went for sale. On clearance, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh, I'll buy that because it's ten dollars, and I'll try it out if it, if I hate it. All right, it's ten dollars. Right. You know, it's not a. I have a couple of of official ones and a couple of knockoffs, and you know, the knockoffs, some of them are just as good, to mm-hmm. be honest. Yeah, that's the thing. The the knocks that I bought, they they actually work really well. Yeah. They fit right, and they look all right. So, but again, I mean, the, the one thing about the apples is over time. You know, they don't show where you can clean them yeah. really easily and things like that. But right out of the box, you know, they're they're good. You know, yes. ten bucks for a for an you know, imitation leather band and it looks good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so new watch bands if if you're into your Apple Watch and wanna spice up the look a little bit, take a look at those. I thought that was gonna gonna show up at the um at the event next week. That was a bit of a surprise for me. I figured they would throw that out with all the other amount announcements on Tuesday. That seems a little too on the nose. Let's appeal to the youth kind of thing for me. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> what if that was the announcement at the end? New bands come out to Chicago. Look at our new bands. Buy expensive paint tickets. That's why we're not streaming because it's just about watch bands. So another story came out today that Digitimes, which seems to be a con- constant source of rumors uh said that apple was of, working of varying veracity yes <laughs> yes not always reliable but they they said that they're working on an update 
to the iPhone 10 at Apple is not DigiTimes. Mm-hmm. Apple is working on an update to the iPhone 10 that will end up being cheaper than the current iPhone 10. That that makes sense because maybe maybe cheaper to make, not cheaper to buy. Right, because production cost has has lowered, and since this new version of the phone is basically the same, except you know it has some updates, they are able to bring the costs down. So it's possible. I mean, they, they said it was ten percent, right? Less. Mm. So I mean, that is that's the kind of rumor that there's no possible way to quantify it. Like, like we'll never know if that's true or not. Right. We're never. It's like it's not like Apple's going to charge nine hundred and ten dollars for next year's <laughs> iPhone. <laughs> so, so I mean, whatever. Everyone's running with that rumor and saying, like, who? who first of all, who cares? <laughs> like, that's not that's not something that's going to affect us. But um, like, well, we I don't even like. How do we know exactly what this iPhone costs? Mm-hmm. Like, we don't know what right. it costs for Apple to make. Uh, we, we're Times, just guessing. Yeah, Digitimes said that this iPhone 10 cost about $400 to make. Mm-hmm. Now, again, they're not using Apple provided numbers. They're, you know, doing their own research and base it on, on those numbers. So Apple's cost might be very different from what DigiTimes is reporting. Right. So, And Tim Cook is not a man who seems to express anger that much, but <laughs> he does seem angry when he looks at these uh, cost productions <laughs> and say, no, this is not what it's like at all. So, so. I mean, he's, you know, he's right. I mean, if you look at a bill of materials, that's one thing, but you don't look at the two, the two years of research and development that it took to get there yeah. yes. that, that, right. or the marketing or the people that work right. on it or everything. I mean, there's a lot going on yeah. there. Yes. Yeah, so people, a 10% reduction, uh, which are, so let's say they're saving $50 yeah. per unit, and that's probably overstating it. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> We're not going to see those that 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 savings yeah. pushed onto us. They're going to use it to here. develop something better inside the phone. <laughs> so or just, just keep it themselves. Right. <laughs> yeah, so just to uh, remind people, the rumor is that Apple is going to have three new phones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, a new high-end phone, which is, or six actually, is it two new high-end phones? One well, a yeah, plus size yeah. and one a regular? It would be a six and a half inch one and then a, a 5.8 inch one like right. the iPhone 10 now. Mm-hmm. And then a 6.1 inch LCD phone. Right. Which, which um, And that design would be a little bit different than the 10, maybe bigger bezels, maybe um, aluminum versus steel or mm-hmm. so. Right, we'll right. And it wouldn't have Face ID, I think, or maybe it would. I don't remember now. I don't know. But yeah, it's it's, it's missing a few. It, it's or it's it has a fewer. It, yeah. it has some cheaper uh, materials used. I mean, they, the they have to keep that the lower end mm-hmm. or the cheaper iPhone has to be around seven hundred dollars. Yeah, or six hundred dollars, whatever yeah. it is now. So. They can't just blast that off into eight hundred and fifty dollars because people are going to stop buying them. Well, so see, they I, have to create. Uh, they have to release something that that that's you know semi affordable. Yeah. I gotta say, I probably wouldn't have mind buying an iPhone ten if it had a larger screen and stuff. And and you know if they ma- if they sold it at the current price and it was uh, yeah. you know the bigger screen, I might have liked it. But you know I've got the and I, this is the seven plus, basically the same thing as the eight plus, but it's a mm-hmm. little behind in specs. And uh, but yeah, I was just like, why, man? Uh, you know. So it's. Yeah. Uh, uh, I think if you have that option, it might 
turn out a little bit better. But there, I think the whole thing of releasing a backwards-looking phone with the iPhone 10, I think a lot of that was kind of a bad move, too. But having three of the same kind, it would mm-hmm. probably be a lot different next year. Yeah, I think so, too. I mean, I think they did it this year to kind of one transition and B because they just couldn't produce mm-hmm. 50 million of them yeah. yes. or whatever they sold, 80, 75 million of them in a quarter. I just don't think they had the, the uh, capacity to do that. It's true. Uh, another news item that came out recently is that the uh, Tesla 3 mm-hmm. has Siri integration, which actually I find kind of scary. Yeah, don't use it for directions, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'd be interested if anyone watching has is in, ha, planning to buy a Tesla Model 3. Because so, you know, this is Tesla's car for the masses. I don't want to say entry-level car because it's, it's not, but it's, you know, it's, it's it's like forty thousand, I think. Yeah, it's a lower, it's Jeez. lower, yeah. their lowest price a lot car, less than the other one. Mm-hmm. I, I I feel like they had the cheapest one starting in like the thirty thousands. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, maybe so. But yeah. then they were so like based on the pre-orders, they were only delivering the highest end ones first, oh, wow. right? And that was like over fifty thousand. Mm-hmm. So like I was like, oh, I kind of want a, a model, you know, because it's affordable. But mm-hmm. I don't even know if they've started delivering the cheaper ones yet. Yeah, to be honest. Yeah, I don't think so. I know they're they're still having production issues with, um, you know, volume, mm-hmm. um, uh, uh, volume units with the Tesla. Yeah, not that this is the Tesla show, but uh, <laughs> I feel like it's it's the same. Like I want, I was getting a new roof, and the same deal happened. Like I was like, when are these? New solar panels going to happen, but yeah. that's right. separate story. Yeah, so those those things are super cool. Those those little mini uh, solar tiles. Mm-hmm. Those, yes. are, those are awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Doesn't Tesla provide like an app that you use on your phone to you get status on your car, like I what the battery know. life is and things like that? You know, so I don't like, even know. I'm sure they do, but I've never driven one. I've never used one. I have a friend yeah. who has one, but I can't. Uh, yeah. So. It's funny. You, I mean, well, obviously, it's is San Francisco, and you know, not only that, there are a lot of rich people here. But uh, yeah, you do actually see a lot on the road. There are here. a lot of Teslas here in San Francisco. Yeah, yeah, I just moved to Connecticut about eight months ago, and there's a lot of them here too. Yes. And, yeah. Surprisingly, like there's even like um like I went to a burger place last week with my son, and there was like a whole like a like a like a Tesla <laughs> charging it's like ten of them. Uh, it's like wow. Yeah. Everyone's doing a lot better than I am. I can't. Right. <laughs> I'm driving a Hyundai. <laughs> Oh, uh, so somebody went with the poll that we posted about the events. One person responded that they want, would like to see Siri improvements at the event, and I don't think we we'll see Siri win. improvements. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a WWDC thing if we yes. see yeah. it, or the iPhone event. Hey kids, we're we'll your teacher with Siri. Do that here. <laughs> so. <laughs> but yeah, wouldn't it be cool at like at WWDC to show off our Siri improvements and they wheel in a, a Model Three? into the event center. Ooh. You know, it's funny. I was looking back at, Ooh. I watched the WWDC keynote recently mm-hmm. when I, I was writing something and I, uh-huh. needed, I needed to refer to it. And the second thing they talked about um, in the iOS 11 preview was Siri. Yes. But all they talked about was that it had a new voice. <laughs> right. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was like, what? Moment. Like, I completely I forgot like, that was even part of the presentation, but it was like, oh, and, and everyone cheered when they said Siri. Like, yeah. oh, good. Thank finally. Mm-hmm. And then Craig Federici is like, oh, yeah, uh, we, it's, it sounds more natural. Mm-hmm. Like, really? Like, that's what you improved? That's what you improved. I, I think, I don't think I commented on Twitter. I think I, when I was watching that, I was like, is that it? Mm-hmm. I think yeah, I verbally yes. said, that's it. And then I think I actually said out loud, 
Why are you guys applauding that? Mm-hmm. Because yeah, it was kind of like if that's I mean, the big improvements. I, I mean, we've said it every episode, I think, but I think um, I think this year will be a monumental leap in series abilities. It yeah. almost has to be. They have to do something. So, um, our final Apple sort of related topic for today is that uh, if you are a parishioner of the Church of England, if anybody who's uh, Anybody who watches across the pond, watch the Macworld podcast, you may soon be able to make uh, donations using Apple Pay. Mm-hmm. So the Church of England is looking to implement uh, Apple Pay and Android Pay, and yeah. I Samsung has their own pay. Right? Is it called Apple Tiv? Is it? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, so instead of pas- passing the dish around, they're going to be actually passing a wireless reader around. Yes, that's what I was you wondering. Can use your phone to or your watch. Is that really whatever. what they're doing? Yeah, it's 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 an, it's an article in CNN. <laughs> that sounds like a really that's that crazy. They were saying. I, mean, it's not, I guess it, I guess it's smart, but it just seems it seems crazy. Yeah, the the Church of England wants to eliminate the use of cash altogether. Wow. But what about alms so, for the poor? <laughs> so, <laughs> right. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so look out for that in a church near you eventually. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, I cash is. I, I was I at a church st- more often if I can use my phone while, while they were. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I was at a store last night and I was buying something and the cashier had automatic, you know, reflexively thought i was going to pay my car uh-huh. because he and he started laughing and he was like you know because i t- i like to pay in cash uh-huh. and the reason as i told the cashier i like to use cash because it, it helps me be more conscious yes. about my spending mm-hmm. so that's why i use cash um mm-hmm. but and he said you know i asked him you know in a, in a how many people use cash nowadays and he said it's not a lot it's and mm-hmm. so most people use their cards nowadays and or Apple yeah. Pay or something else. They use some sort of cashless transaction nowadays. At the same so. time, about 30% of the places here in San Francisco only take cash. Oh, right. <laughs> so, because they don't want to pay the credit card fees. Taxes. Yeah. <laughs> so. I've seen so. more and more restaurants lately that only take card. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes, yeah. I've seen that too. Yeah. Yes. Like you can't even use cash. Yeah. Well, I feel like... Yeah, it, Go ahead. I was just going to say, it, it, it always bugs me when it's like uh, cash only and I have like $2 in my wallet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, I I feel like I it's used for me. Like I like if I don't have cash or you can just use it as an excuse. So if you see like the Girl Scouts and they're like, you know, <laughs> right. asking for. I have like, done I go, that. I have no. Sorry, no cash. I, sorry. I don't know. So it, people who live in San Francisco know panhandling is mm-hmm. commonplace and, you know. People, do you have any change? And I'm like, I have said before, and I have lied and said, I'm sorry, I don't, I don't use cash anymore. Mm-hmm. Well, it's alternatively, because but I, I'm a better person, I, I often carry cash on me specifically for that purpose. Right. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, yes. But maybe I'm the going church, to hell. Yeah. The church so. was just like, oh, we don't, we, we don't accept that excuse anymore. We, we accept card. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, so is there like an actual sensor in like the bowl that like you know I'm they would just like you unlock your phone and then scan it? Gotta charge it up yeah. all the time. Well, yeah, well, yeah. That's maybe that's the thing you need to do is come up with a way to implement a card reader in a plate, mm-hmm. in a collection plate, 
or a collection basket or whatever is used at your church, mm-hmm. then you can sell those to the churches and make a lot of money. That's actually, that's what I'm going to work on this weekend. Then they're going to need uh, chargers at every every all, all along because they'll be like, oh, sorry, phone's dead. Right. Uh, no, no cash, phone's yeah, dead. Can, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Apple Pay at your uh, local church. So look out for it. So. I think that just about does it for this week's Macworld podcast. Um, what was that? I don't know. No idea. Sound, sound ominous or just yeah. that <laughs> was that was from me. That was my wife okay. opening the garage door. So. <laughs> I was like, "Well, right, I guess I'm we right should have then." Yeah. We actually have a curtain drawing now, <laughs> but I don't see it. There, there. It may or may not happen again when she closes it in, in two minutes. So That's let's let, let's hurry this up. All right. So, well, that does it for this week's Macworld Podcast. Well, I want to thank Mike Simon on the East Coast. Thanks, Mike. Thank you. I'd like to thank Leif, our associate editor. Dan, our producer. Thank you, thank Rowan. You. And I'd like to thank the audience for tuning in. Tune, turn in, tune in next week. Um, probably the hot topic for next week will the be big the event. Apple events. So uh, let us know what you guys think. And uh, thank you for watching. See you next week. Thank you.